Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hi there, welcome back. This is going to be for Luke chapter 12. Jesus warns uh, to beware of the Pharisees. Verse 1, In the meantime, when there were gathered together an innumerable multitude of people, insomuch that they trod one upon another, he began to say unto his disciples, First of all, beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. For there is nothing covered that which shall not be revealed, neither hid that which shall not be known. Therefore, whatsoever ye have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light, and that which ye have spoken in the ear of closets or privacy shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. And I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them who kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I will forewarn you whom ye shall fear. Fear him who after after he hath killed hath power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings, and not one of them is forgotten before God? But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are more value than many sparrows. I Also I say unto you, Whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. But he who denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. Now his disciples knew that he said this because they had spoken evil against him before the people, for they were afraid to confess him before men, and they reasoned among themselves, saying, He knoweth our hearts, and he speaketh to our condemnation, and we shall not be forgiven. But he answered them and said unto them, Whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, and repenteth, it shall be forgiven him. But unto him who blasphemeth against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him. Bruce R. McConkie said, What is the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost? Blasphemy consists in either or both of the following, speaking irreverently, evilly, abusively, or scurrilously against God or sacred things, or two, speaking profanely or falsely about deity. Blasphemy against the Holy Ghost, which is falsely denying Christ after receiving a perfect revelation of him from the Holy Ghost, is the unpardonable sin. Those in this life who gain a perfect knowledge of the divinity of the, co- of the gospel cause, a knowledge that comes only by revelation from the Holy Ghost, and who then link themselves with Lucifer and come out in open rebellion, also become sons of perdition. Their destiny following their resurrection is to be cast out with the devil and his angels to inherit the same kingdom in a state where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. That was by Joseph uh, Fielding Smith. Joseph Smith said, All sins shall be forgiven except the sin against the Holy Ghost, for Jesus will save all except the sons of perdition. Our Lord told the Jews that eventually, either in this world or in the world to come, all sins would be forgiven except the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost. This sin or blasphemy against the Holy Ghost is thus the unpardonable sin. Particular note should be taken in this connection of the fact that forgiveness of sins does not thereby confer celestial salvation upon a person. All will suffer until they obey Christ himself. The prophet said, The wicked and ungodly will suffer the vengeance of eternal fire in hell until they finally obey Christ, repent of their sins, and gain forgiveness therefrom. Then they shall obtain the resurrection and an inheritance in the celestial and not the celestial kingdom. Those who have committed the unpardonable sin, however, will not be redeemed from the devil, and instead, after their resurrection, will be cast out as sons of perdition to dwell with the devil and his angels in eternity. 
Commission of the unpardonable sin consists in crucifying unto oneself the Son of God afresh and putting him to open shame. To commit this unpardonable crime, a man must receive the gospel, gain from the Holy Ghost by revelation the absolute knowledge of the divinity of Christ, and then deny the new and everlasting covenant by which he was sanctified, calling it an unholy thing, and doing despite to the Spirit of grace. He thereby commits murder by assenting unto the Lord's death, that is, having a perfect knowledge of the truth, he comes out in open rebellion and places himself in a position wherein he would have crucified Christ, knowing perfectly the while that, that he was the Son of God. Christ is thus crucified afresh and put to open shame. What must a man do to commit the unpardonable sin, the prophet asked? He must receive the Holy Ghost, have the heavens opened unto him, and know God, and then sin against him. After a man has sinned against the Holy Ghost, there is no repentance for him. He has got to say that the sun does not shine while he sees it. He has got to deny Jesus Christ when, he, when the heavens have been opened unto him, and to deny the plan of salvation with his eyes open to the truth of it. And from that time he begins to be an enemy. This is the case with many apostates of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. When a man begins to be an enemy to this work, he hunts me, he seeks to kill me, and never ceases to thirst for my blood. He gets the spirit of the devil, the same spirit that they had who crucified the Lord of life, the same spirit that sins against the Holy Ghost. You cannot save such persons. You cannot bring them to repentance. They make open war like the devil, and awful is the consequence. And that was again by Joseph Smith. Bruce R. McConkie said, among other things, this statement from the prophet explodes forever the mythical fantasy that the sons of perdition are so few that they can be numbered on the fingers of the hand. So I guess there will be a few, uh, won't there? Verse 11, and again I say unto you, they shall bring you into the synagogues before magistrates and powers. When they do this, take no thought how or what thing ye shall answer or what ye shall see, for the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Now here's the parable of the rich fool. Verse 13, And one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me. And he said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? In other words, Jesus was not legally the person to decide this. Then he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room where to bestow my, my fruits? And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for, my, for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? In other words, those who set their hearts on the things of this world shall lose their souls. Verse 21, so, so shall it be with him who layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Brigham Young said, The worst fear I have about this people is that they will get rich in this country, forget God and his people, wax fat, and kick themselves out of this church and go to hell. This people will stand mobbing, robbing, poverty, and all manner of persecution and be true. But my greatest fear for them is that they cannot stand wealth, and yet they have to be tried with riches, for they will become the richest people on this earth. Verse 22, now he's talking about another uh, another incident here, disciples to seek first the kingdom of God. Verse 22, and he said unto his disciples, therefore I say unto you, take no thought or don't worry for your life what ye shall eat, neither for the body what ye shall put on. For the life is more than meat and the body more than and the body than raiment. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, neither which neither have storehouse nor barn. Nevertheless, God feedeth them. Are ye not better than the fowls and which... 
and who of you by taking thought can add to his stature one cubit? If, if ye then be not able to do that which is least, why take ye thought for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow, they toil not, neither spin, they spin not, and yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothed the grass which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast in the oven, how much more will he clothe, provide, will he clothe or provide for you, if ye are not of little faith? Therefore seek not ye that Seek not ye what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after, and your Father who is in heaven knoweth that ye have need of these things, and ye are sent unto them to be, to be their ministers. And the laborer is worthy of his hire, for the law saith that a man shall not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the, the corn. In other words, the ox can eat the corn that, that it's treading when it gets hungry. Therefore seek ye to bring forth the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. This he spake unto his disciples, saying, Sell that ye have, and give alms before it, or give alms, provide not for yourselves bags which wax old, but rather a treasure in the heavens that faileth not, where no thief approacheth, neither doth moth corrupteth. And where your treasure is, there will your heart be also." Next, he counsels to always be prepared for the second coming. Let your loins be girded about and have your lights burning. The loins are girded because they have work to do, preaching the gospel and ruling the church. Their lamps are lit because their task is to enlighten a dark and sinful world by their shining examples. That ye yourselves may be like unto men who wait for their Lord what he will return from the, from the wedding when he will return from the wedding, that when he cometh and knocketh, they may open unto him immediately. When Jesus ascended into heaven, he will be coming back from the, re from the wedding at his second coming. Verily I say unto you, Blessed are those servants, or church leaders, whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching, for he shall gird himself, and make them to sit down to meet, and will come forth and serve them. For behold, he cometh in the first watch of the night, and he shall also come in the second watch, and again he shall come in the third watch. And verily I say unto you, he hath already come, as it is written of him, and again, when he shall come in the second watch, or come in the third watch, Blessed are those servants when he cometh, that he shall find so doing. For the Lord of those servants shall gird himself, and make them to sit down to meet, and will come and f come forth and serve them. And now verily I say these things unto you, that ye may know this, that, he co that the coming of the Lord is as a thief in the night, and it is like unto a man who is an householder, who if he watcheth not his goods, the thief cometh in an hour of which he is not aware, and taketh his goods, and divideth them among his fellows. The watches refer to the times when men die. We all die at various times, but for each it is as though the second coming had already happened. For that person, his judgment will be determined. And they said unto, then they said among themselves, If the good man of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not have suffered, or allowed his house to be broken through and the loss of his goods. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, be therefore ready also, for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when ye think not. Then Peter said unto him, Lord, speakest thou this parable unto us, or unto all? And the Lord said, I speak unto those whom his unto whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household, to give the children to give his children their portion of meat in due season. And they said, Who then is that faithful and wise servant? And the Lord said unto them, It is this it is that servant who watcheth to impart his portion of meat in due season.
Blessed be that servant whom his Lord shall find when he cometh so doing. Of a truth I say unto you that he will make him ruler over all that he hath. The evil, evil servant is he who is not found watching, and if that servant is not found watching, he will say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to beat the men servants and maidens, and to eat and drink, and to be drunken. And the Lord of, the, of that servant will come in a day he looketh not for, and at an hour when he is not aware, and will cut him down, and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers." And that servant who knew his Lord's will and prepared him and prepared not himself for the Lord's coming, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knew not his Lord's will and did commit things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with, with, few, with few. For unto whomsoever much is given of him shall much be required. And to whom the Lord has committed much of him will men ask the more. For they are not well pleased with the Lord's doings. Therefore I am come to send fire on the earth. And what, what, be, what is it to you if I will that it be already kindled? But I have a baptism to be baptized with. And how am I straitened or distressed or hard pressed until it, shall be, until it be accomplished? Suppose ye that I am come to give peace on earth. I tell you nay, but rather division. For from henceforth there shall be five in one house divided, three against two, and two against three. The father shall be divided against the son, and the son against the father. The mother against the daughter, and the daughter against the mother. The mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And he said unto the, also unto the people, When ye see a cloud rise out of the west, ye say straightway, There cometh a shower, and so it is. And when the south wind blows, ye say, There will be heat, and it, and it cometh to pass. O hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it that ye cannot discern this time? Yea, and why even of yourselves judge ye not what is right? By natural inheritance, as a free gift from God, every accountable person is enlightened by the Spirit of Jesus Christ. By hearkening to the promptings of the Spirit or light of Christ, men are led to believe in Christ and accept him as the Son of God. Thus Jesus is here saying, Even if you cannot read the signs of the times, yet if ye would hearken to the light of Christ, to the light of reason and conscience, ye would know that I am he who should, who should come. That was by Bruce R. McConkie. Verse 58. Why goest thou to thine adversary for a magistrate when thou art in the way with thine enemy? Why not give diligence that thou mayest be delivered from him, lest he hail thee to the judge, and the judge deliver thee to the officer, and the officer cast thee into prison? I tell thee, thou shalt not depart thence till thou hast paid the very last mite. And a mite is the smallest Jewish coin, worth less than half a penny. So that's the end of the chapter, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.